Welcome to the podcast dedicated to helping MSPs sell the right solution at the right price. Not the cheapest solution most businesses want, but the solution they need. When MSPs are selling and providing the very best solution, the state of IT available to the business market is elevated and everyone wins. This is Elevating IT. Hey, thanks for joining me today, Steve. Appreciate you being here. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so I'm joined today by um, Steve Alexander. If you don't know Steve, he is CEO of MSP Ignite, which is a peer group uh, for MSPs. And Steve, maybe tell us a little bit, tell everybody a little bit about you and what MSP Ignite's all about. Sure, happy to. Um, I think like everyone that services the, the managed services channel, I, I have owned an MSP. I've owned, actually owned two of them that I built and sold at different points in my life and, and really sold the second one to do what I'm doing today. That, I mean, uh, someone that was in a business advisory group with me and also was one of my business advisors and is still today my accountant came to me and said, don't borrow this money to grow the company any further. Sell it, sell it in the next 30 days and do what you are passionate about. And that's working with people on their businesses. You know, you've never been a tech. You're always struggling with that part and get out of this. And literally within 30 days, I sold the company, walked away um, wow. and focused on what I do today, which is I do certainly do some business consulting, one-on-one -on -one consulting with clients. But my real passion is bringing business owners together and getting them to collaborate and, and discuss challenges and hopefully stop each other from stepping in the same pothole that they've already stepped in. Right. Um, right. And share experiences. And it's uh, certainly right now, it's a very interesting, busy time. Yeah. And, and thank you for coming on. I, you know, I had the pleasure of, of meeting you several times, but I, I had the pleasure of, of, of being at an event we were both at recently. I, ID Agent was hosting an event in Tampa and, and I enjoyed watching you moderate the day, you know, and, and it's, it's really interesting to see how you, um, you know, you're really good at listening and, and you're really good at bringing things out in people. So I, I want to use this opportunity to really talk about today, about what you're seeing, you know, what, what's happening. I mean, you speak with a lot of MSPs and you know all sorts of folks in the channel. What are you hearing now? You know, as we're recording this, it's April 8th and happy Passover to you. Um, what, what are you hearing from your MSPs? Yeah, thanks. And happy Passover to you as well, Mike. Um, you know, we're, our membership is 108 people right now. Most of them owners of MSPs, some of them employees of owners of MSPs, because we, we have some specialized groups. And on top of that, we opened up uh, twice a week, we have an open town hall discussion where we invite anyone from the channel, vendor side, MSP owners, employees that are concerned just to talk, talk because we figure they need that, right? And the channel is frantically trying to fill that void of not having any events set to travel to. Right. And, and they are, I don't want to make this sound derogatory because I think they're doing a good job, most, most of the vendors out there, but they're talking at people more than they're talking to people. Right. They're bringing panels together. They're offering expertise, phenomenal expertise in many ways, but there's one after another, right? We could be on webinars all day long and we're all stuck at home with our families and we're really not talking about what's really going on in our business or where we're concerned. So we've gone through 
the initial rush of everyone being concerned that they couldn't possibly service all the needs for work for home setups quick enough and couldn't get equipment and couldn't buy laptops. And we went through that couple of weeks of that. Mm-hmm. And then we went through getting our, their own, st- our own staff settled working from home if we weren't used to that already. And we're, and we're kind of through that now too. And, and then, we, then the focus has been on the, the paycheck protection plan and different loans and, and financial. And for most people, they're through that too. They may not have received it yet, but they're, they were either in the process of applying or they've already applied. And, and by the way, as we sit here on April 8th, the first few people that we've heard of actually receiving funding has already happened. Oh, wow. It's pretty exciting for everyone to know that if they're wondering, it's happening. Um, so that's a good thing. And, and that's providing that financial relief for the short term, right? Where everyone's going, okay, we're okay. And we've got, you know, I always say, uh, let's take the top and bottom out of these conversations, right? The bottom for a minute, not, not to excuse them, but the bottom is the probably really small MSP who picked the wrong vertical, not knowing that COVID-19 would, would destroy that vertical, yeah. right? And we have some of those. We have, we, have, we have one focused on gyms, fitness centers. We have another focus where every one of his clients is a dental practice. And obviously they have some real challenges that we're gonna have to try and, and counsel them through in the best way we can, right? Then we have the top, really successful. All their markets are still thriving. They're business as usual, except that they're not going on site and they're not in their office. They're fine. And then there's everybody else, which is really most of the channel. Mm. And they're in this state of unknown. They're all in the same state of unknown. And what we're hearing is that most are just kind of floating through that state and, and trying to figure it out. And what we're, what we're now doing is counseling them on, hey, as a business owner, you know, there are two things you really need to think about. Number one, everyone around you is looking to you to be the leader. Right. So you need to speak in definitives and be positive. Um, a, a good example, we heard someone yesterday on the call who said he told his team that I know you guys are all worried about your jobs and hearing people getting laid off and all of that. Hey, we want to let you know we're fine for at least the next six weeks. Nothing's going to happen. Right. And I looked at him and I went, I know you didn't mean to say what you said, but the message you sent was, I have no idea where we're going to be, but for the next few weeks, you're fine. That just means they're going to worry even more for the next few sure. weeks. Yeah. Right. And he thought about it and he was like, Oh, and everyone else on the call is going, yeah, it didn't sound that great. And I, and I said, I understand why business owners, especially small business owners that are not management trained, so to speak, they don't want to be called out for saying something one month and going back on it the next month. They feel that's bad. You know? And what I say is whether you, whether you said it this one way or another way, it's still going to be bad if you have to let people go. It's going to be terrible. And your whole staff is, is going to realize that the world's changing very quickly. And you making a definitive statement now is all about the now. And the definitive statement now is we have no plans for layoffs. We have no plans to let anyone go. We're bus- now that we're set up, we're business as usual moving forward. If that changes down the road, I will be as open and transparent as possible. But right now we are fine. That's it. Definitive. Be done. You know, and we're not hearing enough of that. And we're telling them that to be leaders, but we're also telling them, 
hey, well, we're going to hope for the best. And that's the message we're going to send out to everybody that we plan on the best. We need to plan for the worst. Behind right, closed doors or at home, in, at home at your kitchen table or your home office or wherever you happen to be sequestered and working, you need to be analyzing your customer base and saying, which of my customers are likely to shrink? Which of my customers might actually go away? Where, which of my customers are not going to be able to pay me for the next couple of months? Right? What's my cash flow going to be like? PPP now is in play. Do, am I getting any? Am I getting, did I borrow enough? How is that going to help me? At what point in time do I have to watch for certain triggers to say, I'm going to have to let some people go? Right. When do you do it? You know? And that, so we're, we're counseling on that and we're saying, don't talk to anyone about it, but us in peer group or, or on a call or on a town hall meeting, don't talk to your staff about it, but you need to be planning for that. It's a hard thing to, to, to plan for it and not share it. And we're hearing a lot of that and that's what's going on. Um, and it's a little scary, quite honestly. Yeah, that's great advice. Um, yeah, you always have to, you know, I agree with that 100%. You have to be, you have to take control. You have to be a leader. And I think just speaking that way to, to a small business is going to give them confidence. You know, it's going to make them feel better and help them move on. What do you think, from what you're hearing, what's the biggest concern of MSPs right now? You know, and again, you know, all these questions, we have to look at the middle, right? The, the yeah. middle, the average MSP, if you will, the, the bulk of, of our community. Um, I think it's, it's the biggest concern is the financial. It's, it's where are we going to be? You know, um, Gary Pika, to, th to throw him a, a positive, because I like Gary a lot. Gary Pika talks a little bit ab about that tipping point, if you will, between my monthly recurring revenue covers some of my monthly operating expenses, and it covers all or more than my operating expenses. Right. And, 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 and the best of breed that are above that tipping point, if you will, of saying, hey, even with no projects, with no orders for new equipment, with, with no T&M work whatsoever, we're in the black every month. So they can look and say, based on the fact that I'm going to assume no, really, no real new projects for a while that we don't already have in the pipeline, no extra product sales, so no profit from that. And let's look at our at-risk clients and say, if, if all of them didn't pay, how long would we be okay without making any real changes? Hmm. That, requires, that requires some forecasting that most small business owners aren't used to doing. We push for this all the time to forecast, but now it's more important than ever, right? When, when will you be in trouble? Because it's bad enough to be in trouble and not see it coming. But if you're in trouble and you see it coming, then you can brace yourself in whatever way you need to. You know, so we're, we are really, we're seeing a lot of that, but we're also, we're also reminding our members, um, we did this today, as a matter of fact, we reminded all our members that this coming Friday is really a perfect day to give everyone a rest. Sure. Yeah. It's both, it's both Passover and Good Friday, right? Most of their clients will, if not be closed, will be quieter, yeah. even quieter than this new norm, right? It is a perfect day to send a message to your clients that your team 
is exhausted from what they went through to help them get ready and they need a break and you decided to give it to them this Friday, closing, we're closed. We're on weekend hours, on call for emergencies only, closed. Because I think if you send that message the right way, most of the MSP's clients will also go, what a good idea, we should do this. Because right. who needs a lot of planning for it? Everyone's stuck home anyway. It's not like someone's gonna plan a three-day weekend somewhere. They're just yeah, home, exactly. but it gives them a break. The best message I got after sending that out to people, and we did it for our staff too, by the way, we said we're closed. Let's not, let's, we were talking about our morning huddle and who was working and who wasn't. And I said, I had a better idea, cancel the morning huddle Friday. And by the way, we're closed. Don't call me. And they laughed and said, are you going to work? I said, well, what I do as a, as a counselor, if you will, not a licensed one, but as a counselor is I'm available for people that need to talk. So I will probably be working because I am literally on these Zoom meetings, eight hours a day and then some, you know, um, both the scheduled ones and the ones that people just reach out and say, got a minute, can we talk? And, and they're actually pretty uplifting conversations, which is interesting because they're asking questions like, what should I be looking at? Or I'm a little concerned about this. And that this is a month or two months or three months away instead of I can't make payroll tomorrow. Right. And I, I suspect we'll get some of that at some point, but we haven't yet. Right. It's going to happen the end of this month because April billing might, might have been affected. And then the end of the month, people are going to get tight. So everyone's concerned for the same thing. It's, it's interesting that most of the business owners are not stressing over the health concerns that are clearly out there. Right. Yeah. Um, but they're not stressing over that. They're doing the right thing. They're, you know, they're following what they're supposed to do. They're telling their staff to do it too. Many of them are going into the office, but they're only going because they get away from the kids and they have some quiet and no one else is in the office. So they can, they can do that and quarantine there. And I always laugh because, you know, we see on the video who's in the office and who's at home and they say it's the best place to work. Actually, my wife wants to come here tomorrow and make me stay home, you know, or, or vice versa. So right. it, it's, it's an interesting time. That's interesting. What um, now of all the of the folks that you're talking to that are, how can I put this? You know, I know circumstances are circumstances, right? But I think we we have a choice, right? We can we can succumb to our circumstances, lie down, and you know let let the world roll over us, or we can go out there and um, and and get it done. And you know, like a quote that I was thinking about today um you know it's a winston churchill quote pessimist sees the difficulty in every opportunity and optimist sees the opportunity in every difficulty and you know these are difficult times so i'm wondering what you're seeing with success stories or not not even success stories but more motivational and educational on what are what are people doing now what are msps doing now that you you believe are the right moves that are that may move the needle if not now down the road no, great, great question. And, and by the way, the quote I heard from uh, Robert Hershevik had this in his book, and I don't, I'm giving him credit because I don't know if someone else said it before him, but he said, he says in one of his books, tough times never last. Tough people do. Exactly. And that's, what we, that's what we need to remind ourselves. We will get through true. this. The economy was very strong before yeah. this hit. We're and very it, lucky that this happened now, right? Like, yeah. I mean, this could have happened. I mean, look at how the Great Depression. Yeah, we're not going to have that. It's yet. not a perfect storm. Imagine if this happened in two thousand eight. Yeah, right. It, that would have been a perfect. This storm. could last for two, three years. Right, 
and, and I'm not saying this will be a quick comeback. You know, I'm not, I don't believe it'll be as quick as we would all like it to be. Sure. We also don't believe it's going to take a year to come back. Right. No, um, I, I don't. I'm seeing, a, I'm seeing a few remarkable things out there. Number one, I'm seeing a lot of MSPs uh, doubling down on the training that's never happened and the certifications they've been pushing people for in the past and saying, we need to focus on this. I, I'm seeing that. I'm seeing many that are, that are saying, okay, how do I change my messaging when it comes to sales and marketing? Mm -hmm. Where do I need to go for that? And I'm so proud. Uh, uh, let's face it. We're in a community that isn't all that mature. Even, even when we look at MSPs that have 20 years experience, right. you know, in other, other industries have 50 and a hundred years experience of companies that were passed down from generation to generation. Right. Mm -hmm. We don't have that. We're not that yet. And we're lucky if there's two generations in, in any MSP, certainly. And hearing people say, even mention sales and marketing right now, and saying, I have to figure out what my messaging is going to be, is, is for me, is very uplifting. I'm, I have a marketing background, even though I've never put it to use. Um, but, but I like hearing that stuff, you know, and I keep saying, and you said it earlier, I think, but I keep saying that those that find a way to, to stay even or grow slightly during any kind of recession will explode when we come out of it. Right. And that's the key. If they can keep doing that, not just bide their time, but find a way to actually pick up business, find a way to send the right messaging. We're on a call yesterday where someone that very focused on this said that he's reached out to the prospects he had out there. And they, of course, said, we are ready to go with you as soon as this ends, <laughs> as soon as we move people back to our office. Right. And someone else on the call said, well, you can't wait for that. And he said, well, I know, but what do I do? They're just not ready. You know, they're not sure. And, and he said, well, let's talk about it. We have nine pretty smart people on this call. Let's come up with something. And what we came up with, everyone is adopting, by the way. I don't mind sharing it um, with, the, with the rest of the community out there. What we came up with was go back to them and say, listen, we're in a perfect position to onboard you without a lot of pressure right now for all of us. And what we'd like to do is let's get started. We won't charge you for the next 60 days, 90 days, right? Whatever period you want to agree to. Um, and then we'll start charging you what we agreed to, unless you've shrunk. If you shrunk in size, will we adjust the price? But at some point, why are we waiting? Let's get going. And he was so excited. He couldn't wait to get off the call and call these two people back. But by the time the call ended, he and everyone else on the call realized this should actually be the way we're going after business right now. Making it really, really simple for them to say yes. I easy. love it. Hey, listen, just, just join. I'm not worried about it. You know, we'll, I'm going to ask you to sign a contract. And by the way, it's going to be a 15 month contract instead of 12, right? Or a 39 month contract instead of 36, because right. the first three are on me. First three months are on me. Let's, let's get you just covered and safe. And let's put the plan in place for when we move back into your office and how we're going to work. What a, what a great way to be approaching this, this problem we have. Absolutely brilliant. And what the, you know, the power of, of, a, of nine experts, you know, who, who you know, I, I, I wholly, I 
totally believe that, you know, just the whole idea of a mastermind, right? Like that, that power of the mastermind, even if they don't know the answer, just putting those heads together creates so much power. So I, I, uh, that I, 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 because I'm a road warrior or used to be, and will be again, I'm all over the place. And every once in a while I visit my mom and I'm doing peer group calls from there. And she heard me on a sales call once I'm in the kitchen. Now my mom's 81 years old. She's got some leg problems. She walks with a cane all the time. I walk her some of the time, doesn't move around as, as well as she would like. And I'm in the kitchen and I'm doing a sales call, pitching someone on peer groups and the value of, mm -hmm. of, as you said, the mastermind, so to speak. And I said, you know, I always use, use this as a way to, to learn. We, we all know that when we were kids, peer pressure was pretty powerful. Right. And for me, I can say this, if peer pressure wasn't so powerful, why in the world would a 13 year old boy run alongside a moving train and jump on it only to go another mile down the road and then jump off the moving train, you know, and roll in the bushes and risk getting hurt and everything else. And, and the person listening goes, yeah, you're right. You know, as kids, we did such stupid things. He goes, you really know someone that did that? And I said, well, I am someone that did that. <laughs> and my mother, I swear, showed up in the kitchen door like that. Like, I'm like, you haven't moved that good in 10 years. What do you do? She goes, I always knew you did that. <laughs> That's very funny. You know, and, and so it's not about the pressure. It's about the knowledge, I always say. It's about, it's about learning why you shouldn't do something because someone else is going to go, I tried it. Let me tell you what happened. Right. And you might say, I'm still going to do it, but now I'm going to tweak it a little bit and do it differently. You know, so that's where the value comes from. Love it. Well, Steve, this has been fantastic. I'm going to leave it there because that is such a positive high note that I can't, I don't want to ask anything that even, I don't think we can get, I think that was great. So um, I'm coming. I think I have it on my calendar to come. You invited me to come attend your, your next peer group, which is I think tomorrow. Yeah, it's an um, open town hall discussion, yes. Open town hall, yeah. So um, how can people find out more about that from you or about you in, in general? I think the best thing to do is either find Steve Alexander or MSP Ignite, MSP-Ignite on LinkedIn, um, or certainly go to our website, msp-ignite.com, and you can contact me if you like, Steve A at msp-ignite.com, and I'll be happy to invite you to something and have you check it out. Great. Well, thanks again for being on with me, Steve. I really, really appreciate it. And I uh, look forward to seeing you on the road again soon. Hopefully. Thanks, Mike. Stay safe out there.